0: You didn't ask for it, but here it is the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of the hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Andrew Hovcamp.
2: How's it going, guys? Out of order, but we're here. And Kevin Reynolds.
3: I'm happy to be here. You may speak now. I understand. <laughs> That my punishment grid this week is that I can only speak in one sentence at a time and that I uh, can only speak when spoken to.
2: I think that one sentence at a time thing was, was over kill. but the, definitely the only direct addressing.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, because because of what we have, we're going to give Kevin a little leeway on the one sentence, but Hofkamp and I are going to have... Full reign on just when to cut him off when he starts his <laughs> diatribes that last way too long. So this is probably a thirty-minute episode. You're probably looking at the at the description. And you're like, wow, they, they, they really gypped us on the time here. <laughs> nope, nope, we ju- we just got through it much quicker than usual.
2: And um, you know, let us know if you like this format where we get to limit Kevin's <laughs> uh, you know words that he can use at all times. So if if you think that restricting Kevin's access to a soapbox is good for the podcast and your listening enjoyment, you know, leave a comment. We'll we'll pick up on that and we will uh, make some changes to his abilities.
1: Yeah, just like um, what's uh, shoot? Now I'm blanking on the uh, Boy Meets World. Just just like Boy Meets World, it's better when it's not there. Kevin, would you like to to say something?
3: Yeah, you're a twat, Flint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so be sure to follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Hove Camp is also uh, getting a
2: punishment over with. With Yeah, so I, I assume it's on the Instagrams. You'll have to follow us to find out. Um, but I have chosen a punishment where I can talk as much as I want. And it comes from a, a position of power because I'm better dressed than everyone else. I am in uh, a nice little shirt and tie uh, suit jacket experience for this podcast. Which is being recorded at nine fifteen on a Wednesday night uh, in my basement, so it is there's no reason for me to do this. It is other than uh, I'm being punished so unlike pretty's ridiculous indoor hat that he decided to wear, uh, this is not of my <laughs> own volition. I am here overdressed and aware of it because I am being punished. Because pretty bested us. And uh, I'm going to let actually Kevin say a quick word. I can't believe that happened. um, And I'm still not quite over it.
3: Uh, The word will be nonsense. I choose nonsense. (laughs) 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 So we did put that on the the
1: Instagrams. And uh, one of our listeners, Tracy, responded saying she's hoping Hope Camp is wearing pants. Which he is. He showed us he is wearing legitimate pants. Even Mm -hmm. though we're on Zoom. Um, We all know that... uh, we, Kevin doesn't know this. Uh, when I interviewed for my job at Thomas More, I was wearing basketball shorts. Um, it, was, it was a fantastic interview. I got the job, uh, and nobody knew any better.
2: I, I almost wore pajama pants because I didn't feel like changing my pants, but then I realized that khakis aren't really that uncomfortable, and I can put those on just in case someone inevitably tells me to stand up and show my bottom half to the screen it is <laughs> <laughs> it is clothed and appropriate with the with my uh, I, button buttoned down attire I, I
1: always want to see K- hovecamp's bottom half uh so speaking of that uh we are drinking some bourbon tonight um so tonight i am uh dipping into what i think is one of the best bourbons in my collection it's the blood oath um, it is Pact Number 7, and so the Blood Oath uh, Pact... Oh, there it is. Thank you for standing up and, and showing me your bottom half. Uh, so the Blood Oath uh, Pact 7 um, is the seventh iteration of this, and so it's by Luxrow Distillers. They, um, they started this as basically a a challenge to themselves, saying that we are the best blenders of whiskeys in the world and here is the result of that um and so it includes anywhere from like eight to 14 year old barrels of bourbon that they've blended together uh it's 98 proof and it's finished so they they blended these whiskeys they blended the bourbons and then they finished them in um Sauternes barrels which is a sweet wine from France um, it is it is sweet. It's it's a in depth flavor. It's it's oaky. It's it,
2: it, it's kind of rye forward, um, and I really like it. I had I I don't know what I was expecting, but I did not know that you were like, hey, how do you pronounce this word, and what kind of wine does this mean? I didn't know that you was to address the bourbon. Um, yes. yeah <laughs> So, I was,
1: so it's spelled S-A-U-T-E-R-N-E-S, and I had no clue how to say it, so I Googled it uh, because these two weren't any help. Kevin, what are you drinking?
3: That is very expensive uh, dessert wine from France. I also just needed that to be known. I am drinking, um, uh, that can only be found in the Sauternes region of France. It's kind of like champagne. Uh, All things champagne, Kevin knew without looking it up before. Yeah.
1: yeah, he totally knew that off the top of <laughs> <in> his head. <laughs>
3: Um, okay, a couple things. I'm having um, three Keys distilleries, um, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, small batch. So I was at the liquor store, recently saw this bottle. It's rare that I see a Kentucky Straight Bourbon that I haven't had. Asked the liquor store uh, person about it. Um, they said it's from Burlington, Kentucky, which is about 20 minutes from us in northern Kentucky. Did not know we had another distillery in northern Kentucky. Um Again, it's three keys. Uh, The small batch that I'm drinking has been aged two years, 11 months. It's 101 proof. Um, And, um, you know, I I got some looks from the the people there when I said $54 is a lot to spend for a bourbon that's less than three years old. Um, And I would just say that, you know, I bought it because I want to support the local new distilleries. I like... I really respect when distilleries go and they start up and they start selling their own products. I don't really love when folks go buy that, you know, Seagram stuff um, and start calling it their own. But that, uh, but that's how a lot of people make money as an open, open new distillery. So, you know, to each their own, but I just don't like paying for it. Um, but this is good. This is pretty good. The I don't know what the mash bill is on it. Um, oh, yes, I do. Uh, 70% Kentucky corn, 21% right, 9% malted barley. So really a, a very traditional um, Kentucky straight bourbon mash bill. It does it does taste young. Um, so it, it's a little hot. It's a little alcohol It's not probably appropriately priced at that amount for other bourbons you can get. But I was happy to buy local um, and was happy to... Um, you know to open it up and give it a shout out on the podcast tonight so
0: of camp
2: yes yeah, so um uh, over
3: the weekend
2: pretty uh i think i think i can say this right gave gave us gave me my uh will you help me marry his fiance uh yeah I, care think, package. I,
1: think she, I think we can talk about it
2: and so uh of course i'm going to help him uh whatever he needs, basically to be a groomsman. Uh, But he did it with uh, a nice little bottle of bourbon. This is called Puncher's Chance. Uh, (laughs) And it appeals to me because it does have a tiger on the front of it, which, you know, is delightful. Um, But I did a little digging on it. Um, It's a marriage of five and six-year bourbon barrels. Mash Bill is 90 proof, 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% barley. So um, pretty standard and also with that – Higher corn content, uh, I feel like I'm prone to like it, but it is um, very good, um, and, and I think when I was looking at the price point on it, when I was looking at some of the to get that information, uh, pretty reasonable. So you know this to me it's like that Buffalo Trace price point, and I could see myself picking this up over Buffalo Trace um, from time to time if they're both on the shelf. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. It goes down very smooth, uh, but has a little, quite a bit of unique flavor to it that I, it's not as, uh, not as spicy and, and, and rough as some of the more traditional bourbon. It's probably because of the watering down that Flynn is so upset about that I didn't say a hundred something proof, but, uh, it's, See, it's good.
1: Uh, so. So Jacob also asked me to be in the wedding, um, and he played a hilarious joke by giving getting me a bottle of Basil Hayden's Toast, which is very smooth. Um, and I have been hydrating at work with it um, <laughs> ever since he gave it to me. Um, and he, he asked me, and he said, will you be my worst man? And I was like, yeah, that's funny. I, I asked you to be my worst man in my wedding, so that's, that's a hilarious little callback. Um, and a few days later, I was texting him, because um, he was he had a few questions about wedding stuff. And I was like, so, um, have you asked anyone else? And he was like, nope, but here's the people I'm asking. And I was like, all right, well, are you going to have a, like a best man, or is it just going to be like what I did? And I just had six groomsmen. And he goes, yeah, it's you. And I was like... <laughs> That wasn't clear at all when you That's, just said, worst man. That sounds like pretty. That sounds like pretty. <laughs> that sounds very much like pretty. Um, so I appreciate that, um, that he, he thought of me in, in the worst ways and gave me some hydration in the process. So
2: um, tonight. I'm, I'm, I am also uh, wearing the bow tie that he gave me alongside that as well. So it was like tied together with a bow tie. Um, and now that bow tie is tied around my neck. For this podcast,
1: yeah, he gave me a bow tie too, and I've informed Cat that we are going to be wearing bow ties over regular ties with ascots at the wedding. And, and bow ties, uh, you always
2: forget the bow and bow ties. ties. I'm sorry, <laughs> I,
1: I forgot the bolo ties. Uh, Kevin, would you like to uh, join us in in wearing the the four piece neck
3: attire? Oh, at the wedding? A- absolutely. Thanks for uh, speaking to me. I have a couple other things to say. I <laughs> noticed that Flynn is the only one not drinking 100 uh, proof bourbon or above tonight. So Flynn, uh, you suck. You, but, I also but he's not. Hold on, say, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I clearly you, said I'm drinking 90 proof. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't you would listening. think that since you can't talk, you would
2: be a better listener. But somehow mm. you're worse.
3: No, let I was let me say notes this. On Kevin, say.
1: Takes, <laughs> he, Kevin has been taking notes since he can't talk so that he can sneak it all in as soon as we get done talking and actually say his name, uh, which I don't think I'm going to stand for. But I will let you read off your notes right now if you would like. That was note number one. And it was wrong.
3: So he's off to a great start. <laughs> uh, puncher's choice is very good. Um <laughs> And that's Puncher's
2: Chance. So not even the name of a bourbon. Go on. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's, the that's the end star. of my. That's the end of my list. <laughs> yeah. So, I so don't, you took, I don't two, expect, you
3: took I don't expect two notes, to be, um, and both
2: of them would not have gotten you full points on a on a John Price test. Listen,
1: listen. Kevin was a <laughs> communication major. He doesn't know how to take notes. So, <laughs> so tonight we're going to have two segments. Jacob is allegedly going to join us for the second segment. Um, which is going to be a ranking, but the first segment is going to be an in-depth topic of useless analysis. Um, did I say that right?
0: Useless in-depth analysis.
2: Absolutely, and I'll take it. I'll take it away okay. from here. Hope Camp, would you uh, like to explain? <laughs> what a flawless, <laughs> flawless title read that was for yep. our useless in-depth it. analysis here. And it. Um, we were Eternals had "Come on Disney Plus." And I think the next thing that Marvel is about to release is May uh, with with Dr. Strange. Yeah, they're taking a little hiatus. So there's not a better time that's probably going to happen than right now for us to discuss what the hell is going on in the MCU. Uh, And we've alluded to it several times as we kind of just mentioned, oh, we're watching Hawkeye or, oh – you know WandaVision is is on and we're maybe enjoying it maybe not maybe we have some reservations. Kevin has made no um you know no guessing that he has questions and issues and concerns about where the MCU is heading. So we've got a glimpse into this post end game, which I think we all agree is phenomenal uh, through end game anyway, but post end game, what does the MCU look like? Where is it going? Can we sustain this level of interest forever? And so there are 150 different topics we can mention. But with this bit of a hiatus, we're all caught up on everything Marvel uh, that they've released. So I think we can talk about it somewhat intelligently, uh, just so that you're aware. Spoilers for literally everything that has happened in the fourth phase of the MCU. All of the shows on Disney+, Plus, all of the movies, including Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you're waiting to watch that on Disney+, Plus or when it comes out, you may want to skip Let this Let me episode. list those off. So yep, it's Black please.
1: Widow, uh, Shang-Chi, In- Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home as the movies, and then the shows on Disney+, WandaVision, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, um, and Hawkeye.
2: Yep, that sounds accurate to me. So I will. I'm actually okay to give Kevin first word here.
3: Kevin didn't hear a question. Um Kevin, you've been US. addressed.
2: You've been addressed. You US. I went through the whole Kevin, thing. You want me to start the whole thing? Off.
3: All right. So, here's my question. We've
2: now experienced the <laughs> <laughs> post-endgame. What are your what are your thoughts?
1: <laughs> Kevin's brain turns off when he just can't die I
3: think I honestly think we have to separate the conversation. So, I a couple things. One, I love that the MCU has expanded to um television shows available on Disney Plus. I think that that is a really cool thing. Um it's definitely a money grab, but it's allowing for things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye. Like who was going to go see the Hawkeye movie? I mean, who would go see that film and not just wait for it to show up on Disney Plus and be disappointed like everyone was with Scarlet Witch. I'm sorry, with uh, Black Widow. You've been doing that the, for a time. I know, I know. Maybe put that in your um, notes. But I think, but I so I like that those things are happening at the same time. I also like that they're being very mostly clear with whenever a movie is happening, they're like, just so you know, here's where you are in the timeline um, so that you at least can get your bearings because they're still doing some pre-snap and post-snap stuff. And how those things are impacted is really important. And the continuity of Marvel is mostly okay. Um, I am growing concerned by how quickly the universe is expanding into comic books that just weren't really related. Eternals, I have now seen all the way through three times. Um, Why? Well, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I needed to know if it's a bad movie, if it's too many characters, if the story is so out there that it's not helpful. um, If, like, I'm a huge comic book fan, and I barely knew anything about The Eternals. I mean, I'll confess, I had to Google whether um, uh, Galactus was... um, Oh, what are they called? Celestial. And I knew he wasn't, but I had to Google it to make sure that they weren't going to just bring him into this universe that way um, because they're similar. And I hate it. I hate that um, Harry Styles is now going to be in the MCU. Um, that's really stupid. Um, everything about him is um, I I thought that the... Um, I don't, I mean, you're asking such a, you didn't ask a question, but your prompt is so huge. I was thinking initial thoughts. That I'm really concerned. I'm happy with the shows in their existence. Some are more successful than others. I like, but I'm really concerned that we're getting too big too fast. And we're bringing in too many obscure characters because they have to, because they sold off all the good characters to Sony when they were broke years and years ago, and they haven't really bought them all back yet. And they don't have want you, too many revenue shares with Sony like they got with Spider-Man.
2: Have you seen the um
3: preview for Moon Knight? I have, and the actor died. Did you see that? No. The main Recently? actor from Moon Knight died this week, the oh. week after the trailer was released. The main actor died in a ski accident at the age of 37. Wow. It was on Twitter wow. today. Yeah, I mean it's I'm not making light of it. The man is the man is dead. And it's like, okay, um, I really respected the choice not to recast um, Black Panther um, uh, when Chadwick Bozeman um, Boseman, Bos- Boseman. Boseman, um, passed away uh, tragically. I thought that choice not to recast that was really smart, um, but I'm worried that they set a precedence that they're not going to have to do all these rewrites. Um, where I don't know that character's name uh, or that actor's name. But I definitely don't know much about the character. I it's super it's a super dark trailer. It's a super dark character. I don't know much about the comic. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we recast the Hulk three times and everybody's been it's gotten better every time. But, I, yeah, I, I don't know. They also
1: recast Rhodey from one movie to another movie. So they have precedent that they're going to recast some stuff, too. So um, <clears throat> my initial thoughts... Not when anyone dies. I don't remember anyone saying anything to you, Kevin.
2: Also, also, I don't think that's the main character in Moon Knight that died. It does look like that it might be a not Moon Knight character in Moon Knight that died.
1: Let it be known that Kevin just, is taking a just, shot of moonshine for interrupting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Flynn, you were about to say something. I just wanted to get that in there.
1: My initial thoughts are that Phase 4 is exploratory in nature because I think that they're trying to figure out which way to go. Sort of like Phase 1 of the MCU where they didn't know that they were going to do the... Um, Infinity Stones, uh, they didn't know that they were going to have Thanos, uh, and that's evident in the first Thor movie, when a fake Infinity Gauntlet is in his vault, um, and they left it in there, they haven't edited it out, which I appreciate, but at that moment, they didn't know the direction that they were going to take for Phases 2 and 3, um, and I think in Phase 4, it's almost like a soft reset, they're saying, we, we've already introduced all of these characters we're going to continue to introduce character after character after character and and along the way we are going to figure out what the next big bad is because we have Kang, uh, we have potentially Galactus, you know, um, Mephisto, which is the devil of the MCU has been rumored in lots of things. Um, So we have a lot, the Celestials are definitely going to show back up because um, they, they kidnapped, uh, was it, was it Cersei that they kidnapped Uh, at the end of Eternals? Yeah. They
2: kidnapped like half the Eternals
1: yeah they they kidnapped them they're they're definitely going to come back um so they're trying to figure out which direction to take and, and and it's concerning right now because we don't know the direction it's taking there's a lot of stuff going on there's lots of different branches going on um what if even made it even worse uh, Wait, in was- my opinion it, it confused a lot of things um I, my favorite thing that's happened in MCU uh, or Phase 4 is WandaVision. Uh, I thought WandaVision was phenomenal. Um, it was must see TV. It was, I sat down every Wednesday or Thursday or whatever day it came out, and I watched it um, as it came out. The other shows, I haven't really done that. Um, so, you know, that was my favorite thing that's come out. Kevin, you've said a lot of negative stuff so what's your favorite thing
3: huff was right midnight man who is the character anton mogart was played is a main character or is a leading character but not the main character in Moon Knight. um that actor whose name i will butcher as uh gaspard ulil he passed away today or this week so it's not the main character but it's a main character um you, just, you said gaspard like you were like oh, this is gonna be a french name and then
2: you just Shoved a bunch of marbles in your mouth and just said, ooh. U
3: L L I E L is his last
2: name. Yul Is how I would anyway. Ulio?
1: Um, I don't
3: know. You could pronounce some of the some of the other letters besides. L.
2: On...
1: <laughs> Uriel.
3: I think the best um, I think that WandaVision was great. I think the most successful uh TV show on Disney Plus has been Hawkeye. Hawkeye was fantastic, start to finish. Um.
1: See, I disagree. I don't think the the ending of Hawkeye was any good. I thought it was bad. They brought in Kingpin for the last episode. It focused really on him. Um, Kingpin was, was more cartoonish than the Daredevil series, even though he's the same character. He was, like, cartoonishly strong. When Daredevil, he's a strong dude, but, like, he wasn't, like, that level of cartoonishly... Like superhero strong, Kevin, you're you're nodding your head.
3: Yeah, you're just wrong. Yes, yeah, he yeah, absolutely he's was very 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 strong. I get it, but, he's and, fantastic. but yeah, he's, he's
1: very strong in Daredevil, but he's not. So it, it was ramped up in the in the the Disney Plus series. And what my my concern about the Disney Plus series are is Netflix did it better. Um, Daredevil <laughs> and Jessica Jones and the Punisher they were all okay. much okay. better. Okay. Than the shows on Disney Plus,
2: I no more, the Netflix. I think season one of Daredevil has been the best show from Marvel that I've seen. Um, season one of Jessica Jones with um, I'm blanking on Kilgrave. Kilgrave is Kilgrave is phenomenal. I think the that you could argue Jessica Jones, some of the other stuff is is good, not great, but Kilgrave was phenomenal. Um, outside of kingpin and daredevil i thought that they were lacking punisher's good i think that i mean the iron fist is some of the worst thing that i Marvel's see to i put haven't watched iron on. fist so um, the I, defenders I is won't. bad mostly because there's iron fist but also because they just put a bunch of people together and said we'll just make this a finale so i think that what i've seen from the disney plus and my biggest concern is that they just keep putting out stuff and i'm it's It's reminding me a little bit of what Star Wars has been doing, especially lately, where like they had in-game, it's more movies, but like was their original trilogy. That's their, we did everything, we're great, this is phenomenal, everyone loves us, but now, especially in today's day and age, you have to keep going, they have more ideas, they have more comic books, there's a thirst for more, and they can certainly make billions of more dollars doing it. So they're just going to keep putting stuff together and keep putting it out, and some's going to be good, some's going to be terrible, and we are just left to continually sift through this until we figure out what's good or what's bad or until they cut it back, which they probably never will because they've created this thing. And and I almost at this point feel like it's part of my personality that I have seen the Marvel stuff. And if I haven't, who am I? Am I even still me? Um, So So, that's my biggest concern is that they're just going to keep throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks, kind of like you said, where they're in this experimental phase. But it's going to get too big. It's going to get too broad. And it's going to get just too messy because they can't keep putting out this amount of content with this quality with with a level of quality that, that we have come to expect. So
1: the um there I listen to a podcast it's called Inside Marvel and they they focus on the most recent thing that's come out. Um and they do a really good job of it. And 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 one of the main people that on the podcast um has equated the superhero genre or the the Marvel genre um to westerns back in the the you know early 1900s um <clears throat> when westerns came out they were innovative and like everybody rushed to go see all when, of these western the, movies you're
2: talking about movies in the early yeah, 1900s. early 1900s yes good yes. I know. lord 1950 ish 60 ish right is that right kevin you were alive early 1900s you think that anything after 1950 <laughs> counts as early 1900s yeah well, all right then. I have no qu- then. I have no more comments. Continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so wow. he he was basically saying that like
1: because of the popular the popularity got so big that people got burnt out and the genre just kind of went away. And I think that Marvel is going to money grab enough that that's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I still enjoy the movies. I still enjoy the shows. But it's gonna happen eventually, and I'm concerned about that because back when Marvel started doing things, it was like you got one, maybe two movies per year um uh, twenty twenty two has like eight nine things coming out, and so it's super so many, saturated. So many things so many things and so it's it's concerning that it's going to be too many things kevin i see you writing with a pencil the 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 glasses are on the bridge of uh the the bridge of your nose what what
3: would you like to say i want to talk about three topics and then i'll 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 stop (laughs) talking i want to talk about i have a comment about uh defenders i have a comment about uh eternals and i have a comment about um sony so um The reason that The Defenders was so bad was because, first of all, Flynn's an idiot. Flynn's Flynn's basically saying um, Star Wars is perfect because the original trilogy is so good that the other movies being so bad uh, don't matter. Uh, Yes, Jessica Jones and Daredevil are amazing. Punisher season one was pretty good. But it does not make up for the other series that were just atrocious, especially in including Iron Fist. The Defenders is bad because all they did was take these great characters and put them in the Iron Fist world. They were like, what was our least successful show? Let's make, let's make the Avengers version of this, bring them all together, and put them in which timeline and which issue. We're going to bring in um, the hand. Ridiculous. Um, On to the Eternals. One of the things that is, is bothering me about the direction... Is they are making the wrong choices about which heroes and which thing, um, which comic book stories to tell in movies versus the TV shows. I honestly think the Eternals would have been better as a series, as a ten oh, 100% as a ten episode series where we're getting Absolutely. to know all of the different characters. Like my favorite Eternal was Gilgamesh. He gets like next to no screen time, but his character is so interesting to me that I've gone in and read more about him, and I'm trying to learn more about um, this one character that just doesn't it, it doesn't really get the love that you know the Icarus Cersei issue you know went into. Um, so I, I think that's an issue. On the other flip side, I think that there are some. Um, there are some examples where like the Loki series could have been a much more exciting and interesting film um, because you could have explored things a little bit differently. Um, So I think they're making the wrong choices about which to make as films and which to make as series. Um, And I think they're making those choices based on, well, we want to put big name actors and actresses like Angelina Jolie and Kit Harrington and apparently, Harry Styles into these films, they're not going to do the TV shows. Only the has-beens and the B-list characters do the TV shows. So we're not going to do those. Um and I think that's the wrong move. Stop casting those people. We're going to watch them anyway. Um so that's about Eternals. The last one is about Sony. One of the biggest issues that no one's talked about yet is that Sony hasn't stopped making Marvel movies. Uh, while the MCU is moving in a in a universal direction, Sony is still making Marvel movies, and they're about to like they're making them with some amazing characters that they haven't made movies of yet. The fact that Morbius is about to come out, the Morbius Black Cat Blade um, uh, storyline in Spider Man is amazing, and the fact that Sony is going to is going to be running this in a separate universe, or at least all indications point that way, um, except for I guess the blade uh, is it uh, the preview though no I know i know i 'm saying there's there 's a comic book storyline yeah, yeah, where no, just... Peter Parker, who is um, uh, spider man and black cat who is has become this love interest, who ends up with Morbius. ...who is the, the vampire... ...Blade shows up to try to kill and hunt Morbius the vampire... ...and then... ...but, but it's like Morbius isn't a villain... He's, ...he's sort of this anti-hero kind of thing... ...so is Blade... ...and Spider-Man's in the middle of it going... ...I don't know who to work with... ...I mean it's this brilliant storyline... ...it's done really well in the um, Spider-Man the Animated Series... ...but... ...I'm worried that Sony's gonna just keep doing Sony... ...because they have all the chips... ...they have all the leverage... Marvel, if you want to take half the, the revenue shares, you can come into our space, but if you want our characters that we still own, including and especially Spider-Man, uh, you're going to have to play by our rules. I mean, they're already talking about releasing another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Um, I'm real worried about it. The trailer for Morbius was really concerning because it had the vulture um, from Spider-Man No Way Home in the trailer. Um crossing Morbius in jail, so it's like they're already doing this crossover plan, but no one's really showing us how they're going to do it. Um, I, I don't like that... I think Sony's... I think that the um, Venom movie, the first one was good. I haven't seen Let There Be Carnage yet because it wasn't good enough for me to pay for Venom. It's <laughs> uh, not as I good as the first Venom. It. So,
2: um,
3: First Venom
1: I, is fantastic. Let There Be Carnage is fine.
2: I actually haven't seen either of the Venoms, and I think what what Marvel needs to do is realize that they have printed all of the money that, that they need to print, and just whatever they're asking, get the characters and do what you want to with them. And I don't understand why that's the I most don't difficult I thing think that if
1: like, if if they were if Sony was willing to sell at any price, Marvel would have already done it. Sony wants to keep these characters because. It's it's bankroll for them, sure. so they're not selling. It's it's Sony's decision. Marvel would give them a blank check and say, "Give give me all of the X Men and Spider Man." X-Men. And X Men's Fox. Oh, that's right, that's right. My bad, <clears throat> but they 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 would give them a blank check for Spider Man, uh, and Sony mm-hmm. would say
2: no. So i I, I want to bring us back a little bit to. Um, to to where the MCU is going, and what they've done. Um, Flynn, you said your favorite show was WandaVision. Kevin, you said yours was Hawkeye. What are what? Are, I guess everyone's favorite movie was No Way Home during this. Kevin, I think that it has to be yes. I there's only been I mean, No Way Home was great. You're going to choose but Black
3: Widow or Eternals, Kevin? No, I. You said during this. I don't know if during you're saying Phase Four. Phase Four, which. Um, I think, yes, Spider Man's my John favorite character. Shang-Chi was fantastic, yeah. too. Yeah. So that's, that it's, was it's what a I close was, second. That was what I was gonna throw some love at. So so Spider Man's my favorite character, period. Um and I loved No Way Home. I will say that um, I'm not throwing any shade at it. It was perfect. It was also incredibly predictable. If someone would have put a gun to my head and said, What is this what's gonna happen in this movie? I, I absolutely I'm not this isn't like being braggadocious or whatever I'm just like we absolutely could have said here's what's going to happen and been right and I think that that's partly why so many of us loved it it was like they gave us exactly what we wanted it was great Um, but Shang-Chi is uh, it was one of those that like surprised you how incredible it was with a character and storyline you didn't really know much about so i the acting was phenomenal the storytelling was phenomenal the the battles visuals
2: the and it's really tough to do origin stories at this point in the mcu Mm -hmm. so to have what amounts to an origin story um the whole
1: opening five to ten minutes is in another language and that's revolutionary for the the mcu and they did it flawlessly it was it was beautiful
2: so I think, I think my biggest concern moving forward... I, I kind of already mentioned it was just going to be how big they're going to get. And, I mean, as I look through some of this stuff... Like, yeah, I'm excited for uh, Marsha Ali's Blade. I think that the Secret Invasion storyline is very, very cool. Um, and so I am very excited for that. So those are probably the two shows and then movie that I'm most excited for. Um, but I think as... We, I think Doctor Strange is going to make me nervous. The The next one that's coming out, when you're doing all this stuff, when you're dipping into the multiverse with everything that, that Scarlet Witch is going to have with the dark hold and, and all the stuff that they don't understand and they're going to try to figure out. I just think that and it looks like they're bringing in the what if universe from that, too, which I don't like. And I really I really think that that could lead to all of the things that I'm concerned about coming to fruition in one movie and just being too much without anything great and developmental and monumental happening and I'm gonna get really frustrated by too much of it it's It's gonna be like like one of the new uh, the newer trilogy of Star Wars where I'm just like this is this is making me more mad than it is enjoyment even if I can take a step back later and, and find some good parts in it and understand why they made it and, and we can move on from it. But I think in the moment I'm going to be pretty heated.
3: Uh, Kevin? I think I agree with you. The, the movie I'm most excited about is Blade. Blade is a character I've always been a huge fan of. I thought the Wesley Snipes movie trilogy uh, started off great and then went downhill so, so, so quickly. Um, but he did it. He played the character Blade, Blade so... Blade 2 is great. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so at all. Blade um, three is questionable. Blade three is Blade Blade two are great. Blade three is downright terrible. But I, I, I think that that's going to be awesome. I love that we got to hear Blade's voice at the end of um, Eternals. Um, he's going to be hooking up with the Black Knight with the Ebony Blade played by Kit Harington. So that tied it into me a little bit. I thought that the post-credit scenes were better than the movie. Um, and that was funny Um, I gotta tell you that's the that one um, I agree I'm really nervous about Doctor Strange and I'm really even more nervous about Thor Love and Thunder Um, whether or not they're going to bring in all these like multiverse type uh, other Thors from other universes including Jane Foster as Thor um, is what I suspect will happen and that just seems bad to me um, I don't
1: think that that's what they're going to do. That's the one I'm actually most excited about that, because that
3: is Taika Waititi,
2: right? Yeah. Am I saying, I don't know if I'm saying his name right? But okay. Yeah. Because Taika Waititi. I am not. I'm not nervous about him directing a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think in in Love and Thunder, Jane Foster, I th- in, in I think she's going to become Thor and take the powers in the movie. I think that. Thor is going to get them back because Chris Hemsworth has basically said that he'll play Thor as long as the Marvel Cinematic Universe will have him. Um, unlike Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, he is like, this is my character. I I have become this. You know, I, I want to be this forever if you'll have me. And I, I think that that continuity from the beginning of Marvel is what I'm most excited about because his character arc has changed So many times in so many movies uh, that I I love the Thor character. And are you nervous about anything? Oh, yes,
2: I am. uh,
1: (laughs) Kevin, Kevin raised his finger like uh,
2: I don't care what Kevin does. We, we will tell him when he can talk. (laughs) This is your moment, Um, Flynn.
1: Oh man, I, I am nervous about She Hulk. Um, I'm, I'm I'm concerned that they didn't cast it right because they cast I don't know her the actress's name but she's in the good place Um, she's the Tahani yeah she's Tahani in the good place Um, and I just can't see that working Um, so that's the one I'm most concerned about just because of the casting I could be completely wrong she could be phenomenal but I'm just concerned about her casting is
2: all I think I think overall, what makes me the most concerned is what you mentioned at the very top, and that's just, I don't know where we're going. It took them a, a second to figure out. It took them, what, two, three movies to realize they were going to do an Avengers, and then you could work on the villain from there. Maybe they knew they were doing Avengers the whole time, um, but it did take two Iron Man movies before we really got into that development. So I don't know. I just... Everything just seems like there's a universe of superheroes, and we're just gonna keep filling it with stuff until I guess eventually they're just like, and here's another storyline from comics where certain people team up to do certain things and certain people don't and certain people don't. we just have to accept that, but I just don't know how how hungry this movie crowd is for comic book level storylines as far as the new the number of them go,
1: yeah,
3: but so we, I don't know uh.
1: Did we uselessly analyze that topic, Kevin? Enough, Kevin.
3: I just want to say I am I'm nervous about every single Disney Plus release that's coming. I, I, I'm really worried about all of them, okay, including enough. and well, especially. That wasn't an that. To yeah, the yeah we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, we did. a simple think yes, yes we did,
1: could have sufficed. Um, <laughs> so we are going to let Pretty into the Zoom room, and then we're going to go into a uh, little bit of a ranking. Uh, First of, I think, uh, at least a two-part ranking, maybe a three-part
2: ranking. We'll see where we go. All right, Pretty, welcome in on the spot. What movie uh, and or show in the upcoming MCU are you most excited and or most concerned about? Uh, no explanation, just the just the movies and show.
0: Okay, of like what's coming up?
2: Yep, what's coming up? What are you most excited about? Moon Knight. Go. Moon Knight. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, and what are you most concerned about?
0: uh most concerned about secret invasion. I think they're going to try to do something
2: <laughs> Interesting. I was most excited about that. Okay. Flynn, <laughs> I mean I'm very
0: excited, but I'm also like <laughs> like ooh, are we really going to try to do this this full thing? Okay.
1: Pretty. Uh what are you drinking?
0: So tonight I'm actually drinking a uh uh the <laughs> green label i thought this was actually rare but it turns out no it's not but it is starting to i think maybe get discontinued it is uh,
1: allocated which means yes. that that it's not just found on shelves constantly um but it's not super hard to find
0: no but it's there um so it's heaven hills uh, old style bourbon it's the green label it's a six-year-old bourbon um I think when I bought it it like retails for like maybe 20 bucks and it is absolutely delicious and everything I've read about it says this is kind of like the secret that uh everyone gets in on that it's like oh hey here's this really nice bourbon um or really great tasting bourbon that's really inexpensive so uh it's pretty solid um I like it
1: Yeah, I like it too. Um so we are going to get into our second segment of the night, um, and it's going to be a This Podcast is Rank.
0: This podcast is rank.
1: Ew. So for this ranking, um, this is, I, I, I would expect to be part one of this ranking. We might do a part two. We might even do a part three, because that's how many options that we have and it might hell we might even get to par four um i might go in scores we might yeah so <laughs> we we have decided to rank magic users in fiction so wizards warlocks witches uh wiccans whatever that you want to think of as a magic user that is what we are ranking and so when i made my list it ended up being thirty-five people deep, uh, and I did not include Ron Weasley on that, uh, which I don't think anyone on this Zoom call did did include Ron
2: Weasley, and so, yeah, you you we, don't come to us to get good Ron Weasley takes. This is an anti Ron <laughs> Weasley podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, we could do seven top tens, and he wouldn't be. In the top seventy, At,
2: but just out of curiosity, Flynn, if we were only ranking Harry Potter characters, how many characters do you think you would have to rank oh, before man. you got to Ron? Forty, probably. I, I, I like I Seamus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we are going to be ranking magic users, and 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 just a little bit of a caveat: um, Marvel counts, but it it like it has to be. In, in a way that it's, it's magic, not just a superpower. Um, whereas Star Wars using the Force, that does not count. And so we're not ranking any Star Wars characters. We already decided that.
2: Any other caveats that we should throw well, out there? There is, uh, there is one Star Wars group of people that you can't rank. Fine. Yes, fine.
0: I, I specifically explained it in the text that you can't count Jedis because technically witches do exist in the Star Wars universe and jedis are not witches therefore jedis are not able to count but the witches of dathomir certainly could
1: kevin do you have thoughts
3: no I mean, yes, I have so many things to say. This is such a terrible episode for me not to be able to interject and call <laughs> Flynn an idiot because he said so many stupid things in the first 45 minutes. And Pretty's here now, which is only going to make that worse. So Yeah, for now, but Pretty's here for ranking, so that never ends up being bad,
2: bad for you. <laughs> Kevin's going to be so mad. <laughs> I don't know when to get mad because there's some things in the top 20 that I – the top 10. I actually tiered this a little bit. This is the most prepared I've been for a ranking in a very uh, long same time. same
1: i uh in about 10 minutes of research got a list of 35 so i'm probably leaving out some and
2: i didn't like that you got to the same level as me so i went ahead and added the like serious black tier of harry potter characters that i intentionally left out because i didn't want to stack this with there's because harry potter is all about witches and wizards so there's just so many characters mm-hmm. but i think you know if you're the seventh best harry potter character does that mean that you're better or worse than the first best witch or wizard in a different source material. So I don't know. I got a little bit. Uh, so I put those in there where they belong and it moved my list to 40.
1: Kevin has a question. Should we let him? He's got a point of order.
2: Uh, no, let's just get this point? started. What's our order? No,
1: just Let's just get in. So uh, <laughs> We are going to go in reverse age order. So Kevin is fourth. Um, so <laughs> Jacob, kick us off.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: I would like to think of this as the order uh, most I'm taking, likely I'm taking to have shot. pretended
1: most
3: I'm likely to
2: pretended to be a wizard uh, way too late in their life
3: I'm drinking moonshine so I can break the rule and just say what I need to say because you, you won't call on me um, the other thing that has to be stated here is no qualifiers like when you choose a character you can't say I'm exclusively picking book Jenny or I'm saying this character from this universe or ideation. When you say the character, it's this, it's the character. The character in every way they've been represented, in every series, in every piece of, of fiction that they've been represented. It, that That's an important qualifier for us, because there have been really crappy versions of really cool wizards and really... Powerful versions of really cool wizards, and you just got to put them all together and say, "Yeah, Merlin has been, best been played yes. by good tons, example. Tons of different
1: people. Good so. example.
3: Yeah. Um, like Dumbledore could be about to be just either made incredible or ruined by the next couple of of Harry Potter world movies that come out. Let's just say it's just Dumbledore. It's just Dumbledore in all of the ways he's been Dumbledore. All right, I'm going to take my shot. I'll go for it. Th-
2: I think you can. <laughs> yeah, it's just so it's whatever way." And the way I did it, because Kevin obviously does his own thing, and, you know, let's not hark back to last episode where I did fantasy stuff and no one else did. It, it was like, what is, what it comes to mind when you hear that character? So if it's, you know, yes, it's all of it, but when I hear Ginny, I'm going to book Jenny. When I hear Dumbledore, I'm excluding all of the crap that's come out since uh, the movie's ended, you know? So it's just kind of some things like that. It's just kind of what, what's my snap judgment, because uh, that's probably the most representative version of that character. But pretty... Kick us off, and don't mess up the one oh one. Sabrina, the teenage witch.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna mess it up. Is on that. my
2: list somewhere, Flynn.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: she's on you're mine too. She's on mine too. Um, uh, pretty uh, far No, down, but <laughs> I'm I'm actually saying for the the number one, uh, and you all already brought up this character, the person who's probably been represented the most throughout movies, films, TV. Whatever, and it's because it's there's some good fact number one is Merlin no objections
2: Kevin Kevin clapping is not talking, so you can audibly clap i so he's my number two, and I do have them both in a tier to themselves, but I, I'm going to allow Merlin to be number one by my for me, but there is someone that that is that I think is slightly better
0: I mean. I, I think there are, yeah, there are people who are definitely better, but I think just by the sake of the fact that there's so many, he's been represented so many times. And Kevin, when you said it, it, it then encompasses no qualifiers It encompasses all, I immediately thought of like the really like badass Merlins and like the, the, you know, the different King Arthur live action stuff, but then also the cartoon Merlin That's just like (laughs) sword
2: in the stone.
0: (laughs) So great. Merlin's number one.
2: No, I, I almost put Merlin at one, but I I didn't have the heart to do it. So he's fine. I'm fine with, with where he has ended up.
1: I'm good with Merlin being there. He's, he's in a top tier for me. Now now it's up Um, to Flynn not to mess up. So really the top, the top five are in the same tier for me. Um, But I'm starting to, read well i'm starting to listen to um the lord of the rings books and it and gandalf is just so awesome in the books um i i've only gotten a couple hours in in the movies too but like (laughs) in the books he, he he can do a lot more than than
2: in the movies he actually does and so gandalf is number two for me i am thrilled that you did not mess that up i had gandalf at one
0: yeah, I was between Gandalf and uh and Merlin. So me. now you you should not mess up number
1: three because no, this I is have where a clear so number three. Can I? I don't have I just, a clear number three. I just want
0: to point out. So saying Gandalf means Gandalf the Gray and Gandalf the White, right? All yeah, Gandalf.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, not there. It's one person.
0: I'm just just double checking. Gandalf the Gray is cool. Can we
2: jinx right pretty now too? Like I mean that. <laughs> was... Kevin takes a shot of moonshine to say all of his forms, and pretty's like, what about when he slightly gets a different colored beard and a few more powers in the same book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of his forms. Pretty, all of his forms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, this is where I dip into slightly. This mm. is where I have two names in the tier, and I don't know. This might be one that gets a little bit more frustrating, but. He's the title character of and, – and he kills the most evil villain wizard, and he is maybe the most iconic wizard in today's world, and he's damn good, and it's Harry Potter. So I'm putting him at three for all of the – for everything that he is and has represented to me my youth. So you're and,
0: putting him at three for the name.
2: No, I'm putting – well, and his deeds. <laughs> I'm going to challenge
1: and I'm going to challenge with Dumbledore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, st- I really, I want to, I want to hear this. I want to hear this case of Dumbledore versus Harry Potter here.
1: So, so not only is Dumbledore featured in more because, because, he is featured in in the um fantastic Beasts series whatever you think about him um there's an entire movie coming out about dumbledore and i i don't know if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing but dumbledore is a more accomplished wizard uh he is better at using magic uh he is the wisest he, i would have i would have put him right there as 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 wise as Gandalf. Um, He's a mentor to Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter wouldn't have done basically anything that he did without Dumbledore and without Dumbledore's guidance and expertise and knowledge. And so Harry Potter is not Harry Potter without Dumbledore. Uh,
2: Yes, Dumbledore was the mentor that he needed, but there's a reason that Mentors aren't the main characters because, yes, they can guide them. But Dumbledore himself admitted he could not do the things that Harry Potter did. Harry Potter is literally the chosen one. He has literally seven books all about him. What do you mean there's gonna, they're making a movie on a cash grab about Dumbledore? That doesn't mean they're talking more about Dumbledore. It just means that the seven books about Harry Potter uh, were so great and so amazing that now they're going to make more stuff up about Dumbledore that isn't in the books because they want money.
3: It's Harry Potter. He is, he is wizardry. Flynn, can you name some of the accomplishments of Albus Dumbledore? When you say he's more accomplished, what are more accomplishments than Harry Potter? Give me some of the examples. Defeating Grindelwald.
1: Um... Which we're gonna find out more about. I think, I hope, in this next movie, um, he was headmaster of Hogwarts, uh, and so basically, he was min- er, uh, you know minister of education uh, at, at, for the entire English wizarding world. So, you know, those two accomplishments themselves um, are are right up there. They're not as good, obviously, as killing Voldemort, but you know, they they are in themselves great accomplishments and i was gonna call on you for your thoughts anyway
2: you didn't have to take a shot yes you did um but
0: i'm glad you did
2: <laughs> uh i guess pretty
3: kevin deliberate and go uh,
0: kevin where are your thoughts with this i have several things to say uh <laughs> all right go ahead Sam.
1: he's been I writing notes all day now. pretty uh he's been writing notes so he can say them at later times <laughs> uh
3: merlin and gandalf uh were my one and two as well uh so i don't want that understated um, one of the reasons why I put Merlin over Gandalf is because Pottermore, which is uh, I think something that was canon at this point, says Merlin was a Slytherin, um, which is my house. Um, I don't know if you all who are listening know, but I believe the four of us all are in four. We've been sorted into four different houses. i That's Slytherin. a good point. I'm a Slytherin. Flynn's obviously a Hufflepuff. Uh, Huffcamp's a Ravenclaw. And uh, and Pretty is a, a self pronounced uh, Gryffindor. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, su-
2: I'm pretty sure we've got. I'm pretty sure we got two puffs. But anyway, Pretty identifies <laughs> as Gryffindor. He
3: identifies as Gryffindor. His hair sort of helps. Um, We're both Griffle puffs. He's so. the Cormac mclogan of. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually suggested we rank wizards, and I was the reason I suggested I it was because when I was when I was like. Hanging out this weekend, I I kept going. I wonder what our group of what our our podcast hosts would do if I said put these in order: Merlin, Gandalf, Dumbledore. Like, because in my mind, I was like, those are the three best wizards in lore of all time. That is the tier one for me. um, When I'm thinking about it, what I'm struggling with is Flynn did such a bad job (laughs) of defending Dumbledore here. Um, because he said he's the most accomplished, and he's just not. We have seven books of accomplishments from Harry Potter, and we have one fable of accomplishments from Dumbledore—the fact that he beat Grindelwald, who is not better than than uh, Voldemort, who Harry bests like six times um, in different forms. And so, I would argue Grindelwald is is probably better
1: at magic than than Voldemort.
2: <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a fun ranking for anyone. Oh, boy. oh my God. <laughs> that's oh. I think that that's that, I thought that that was like actually real. But OK, go ahead. I, I Dumbledore has soured for me in, in recent years. I used to have that same debate, Kevin, like rank those three, the old wise wizards. But I think that when you when I start digging into wizards, Dumbledore Dumbledore soured a little bit on me. Still very high up on the list. All right, Pretty, what are your thoughts?
0: Oh, um, I to be honest, I'm viewing this from a most powerful wizard, warlock, witch, magic user. So uh, in that regard, I have seen more demonstrations of pure power exhibited via Dumbledore. So my vote is Dumbledore. Yes, sir.
3: Kevin, did you vote Harry Potter or did you vote Dumbledore? I didn't vote at all. Um, what happened is I was talking and then Flynn started talking and no one readdressed and me, so I couldn't, talk again. I couldn't yeah. keep talking. <laughs> um, so I had other things to say, but um, I'll just say, of Camp, you are the argument champion here. You did a much better job. But I have, I have Dumbledore ranked in the top ten, and I don't, have, I don't have Harry Potter ranked in the top ten. So oh,
2: Wow. Wow. That's harsh to Harry, Kevin. All I right,
3: feel like Dumbledore that was addressing me, so I'll just say I understand it is, but he he is like Harry, Hermione, Ron, um, as a trio, can beat anything. Harry by himself is just not
0: good enough. I, I think he definitely relies Other a bit too Baltimore, much that, on just the the, his chronicled um you know fate of being the chosen one not so much practiced skill and learned knowledge um anyways okay all right so dumbledore's number three and flynn Um, has used this challenge
2: and kevin is up with number four
0: kevin if if i'm being honest
3: dumbledore was my third ranked harry potter character
0: ooh interesting okay ho
3: so he said Kevin is up and I hear that as as uh, an intro and Kevin is up what would you like to rank start talking at number 4 um, I am really struggling at 4 my tier 1 Merlin Gandalf Dumbledore was so easy to rank my tier 2 was the most difficult I'm staring at like six names I don't even think you two you three will know one of the names that are on my list it really threw me off when I got my booster shot yesterday. So I took the morning off today. I was trying to sleep until 10 and there was something like 37 text messages in in our group chat this morning between 8am and 10am, which kept me up the entire time. Um, and I didn't respond to anything until I looked back and realized that we had expanded this beyond wizards to include, which is probably a good thing because what's really the difference, um, but I had not thought ahead of time of today about including any witches at all. I was only thinking about wizards. Um, So I'm just being upfront that my, that Dr. Strange was next on my list at wizards, but I think Scarlet Witch is better. So I'm going to actually say Scarlet Witch at four.
0: So I know that we're allowing the, the Marvel and DC canon to come in. But Flynn did say, "Not as a superpower, are we taking Scarlet Witch from more the canon or the comic canon?" Pretty, witch-
2: pretty. It's yep. everything that was made abundantly clear from the beginning. It's just it's Scarlet Witch user She and her in and Witch is in her name. Like, yep. can we give her? Can we give her Witch status, please?
0: <laughs> I mean, she's easily the most powerful magic user in the Marvel idiom. Like, yep entirely
2: i have a uh, i have a question did you guys view this as power four.
0: i i'm viewing it as power like purely who
2: wins in a wizard fight
0: that's that's no, how i'm, I'm taking
2: it. a more
1: holistic approach i'm thinking power okay I'm thinking good thank coolness God. i'm thinking character development i'm thinking personality uh yeah i'm not just thinking who would win because there
2: are so many characters that Boy. i have that would not win in fights yeah in-depth uh <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. Pretty, are you doing something about it? What uh, You you seem to have issue with Scarlet Witch.
0: I even, mean, uh, no, 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 no. Scarlet, no, 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 absolutely not. Scarlet Witch deserves to be in this list. She's easily top 10. Uh, in my opinion, she's the highest ranked Marvel character. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of looking at mine as like, a, as long as each of these people of these different universes make it, first onto the list i'm relatively okay um i do have scarlet witch at probably like six or seven
2: she is is six on my
0: list as well but at four i'm i'm fine with that
2: yeah i'm
1: good with it so pretty you're up
0: all right so here we go back to me um all right so we got scarlet witch at four um so i've got a lot of uh I went a little bit outside of the realms of where we normally go Um, and uh, I'm actually uh, going with an individual uh, from a series that you all maybe don't recognize um, but I'm actually going to throw in Jareth the Goblin King (laughs) Kevin (laughs) he's
3: like next on my list I love that Jareth the Goblin King. Jareth the Goblin King from The Labyrinth is in yep. my top ten. He's fantastic. He created his entire, entire own
0: that. world. What a great yeah. choice.
3: Um, I have him somewhat ranked in that next tier of people. I don't have him, like, next, next. But, oh, my God. Yeah, he was real close to Dr. Strange on my Wizards list. Jareth the Goblin. I'm so glad. I thought you'd be the only one who knew it. I don't know what you're talking about. And
2: David Bowie.
0: It's David Bowie. That's all you need to know. It's David Bowie.
2: No, you need to. I mean, we should. I...
0: Okay, quick Explain summary. The labyrinth a bit. Labyrinth is is uh it's a Jim Henson based story. Um, um basically this girl goes uh after her um, younger baby sibling who gets stolen um by these um yes I'm talking about Labyrinth cat um <laughs> <laughs> it gets stolen into this other world into this labyrinth. Uh, where David Bowie is Jareth the Goblin King. And uh, he's basically kind of the overlord of all of these minions and uh, such, and kind of uh, has created his own world. Um, Does a lot of things, uh, uh, but he's not a goblin. Thank you, Kevin. That is a good point to bring up. He's not a goblin. He is full-on David Bowie. And he sings an epic song that's just like this 80s power ballad amazingness. He's got awesome hair. He's great. Do you want me to pull up a picture of him to share so you can see?
2: I'm sure Floyd's oh. seen the picture.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I've Absolutely. seen the picture.
2: Uh I mean, clearly he's not on my list because I don't know who he is. Hope <laughs> okay, camp, what are your thoughts? I... Um he's not on my list either. Uh I don't know that I've seen I've seen Pan's Labyrinth, which is obviously a very, very different movie. I don't know that I've ever <laughs> actually seen that. Nor do I think that the source material is strong enough to put him over really anyone in the top 15 of my list. And maybe if you want to sneak him in on the bottom half of the top 20, I'm in for it. Um, this, is, this is a lot. <laughs> top five. My problem yeah. is I don't want this to go to the numbers. And Kevin was very excited about him being <laughs> on there. So I think. So here's what I'm going to do. And I think Kevin's still going to send it to the numbers if I do that. You can veto it. I know I can. It's called Strategy Pretty. I'll explain it to you later. But if, he vo- if, if the arguments were against me, or were f- if the argument was in favor of me, but he stuck to his list.
0: He's basically a grown up Peter Pan. I'm
2: going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge with Doctor Strange. Wow. Oh, gross. Because that may be when Kevin looks at his list higher and Kevin will vote that based on precedent. I'll say this.
1: Dr. Strange is number 13 on my list, but I don't know who this person is. Um, <laughs> we know where you're at.
2: This is while I Kevin.
1: respect David Bowie. I will, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is my choice.
3: Kevin. Okay. Thank you. Uh, a couple things. First of all, I've switched to a new bourbon. Um, Town Branch, which is a Wild Turkey product, um, has a. Um, is it? I'm sorry. It's its own it's, distillery. It, it, yeah, yeah. It, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. It's uh, bottled by Bluegrass um, Bottling Company and uh, Lexington. They make this. Lexington they make the uh, Bourbon Barrel Ale. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Lexington Distilling Company. Barrel. So, Town Branch has two different mash bills. There's a new. I don't know how new it is, but there's a new label that they put out that combines both mash bills um in a true cask 108.1 proof kentucky straight bourbon whiskey um and it's super sweet but it's also fantastic at a higher proof bourbon so i'm, I'm having that tonight to chase because uh, who knows what i'm going to be like at work tomorrow after the moonshine i've been shooting in order to be able to talk um pretty did a horrendous job of explaining why jareth the goblin king is a great choice um he uh that's
0: all tonight's yeah. gonna be his yeah, criticism. Yeah, but, but here's
2: the here's the thing, Kevin. Let's let's speed this up before we cut <laughs> you off here.
3: Um, <laughs> why are you voting the way you're voting? Jarrett the Goblin King is a fantastic character because one of the things that he does is creates the most complicated and convoluted labyrinth maze in the history of the world for people to try to get through because he puts his heart at the center because he's this genuine good person who has dark tendencies um and it's a really important accomplishment that he has um he can also turn himself into an owl at all times which is pretty awesome and um fantastic fantastic singing voice um so i had him on my list uh the same way that like i've got characters like matilda on my list because they're sort of ironic and hilarious um at this point to to oh matilda's
0: unironically on my list
3: okay um, so Jared <laughs> the Goblin King is fantastic. I'm so glad he got his day in the sunshine at uh, on this. Um, I won't be nominating him again. He's gotten uh, all the love that he needed to get. I do agree with Huffcamp. Uh, Doctor Strange was a- ahead of him on my list, and and that's who I would vote for. for so sure. Doctor Strange, so, Flynn, suck.
2: Nice work. Well,
3: don't so put ridiculous throw-
2: like that was a ridiculous pick. Way too high up. Sneak that yeah. in on the back end. yeah that's that's how you do that one
1: and and so the reason i'm i'm uh putting this pick up is because it it takes it back to an an og amazing character who sets the path for many many characters to come out of it and it's the wicked witch of the west
0: otherwise known as alphaba
3: Challenge, uh, which just so everyone knows, I did establish ahead of time. You don't need permission or to be called upon to challenge or veto. Uh, challenge the you Wicked Witch. You take a of anyway. No. Challenge the Wicked Witch with Maleficent. Maleficent is a better witch. Mm.
1: I think that the Wicked Witch of the West is more iconic. And that's why I went with it. Maleficent is in my top ten uh, because she is so awesome. Um, but the Wicked Witch of the West is i think more iconic than maleficent and it sets a a precedent and a a character you know trope for a lot of different characters to come after it kevin you may
2: state your 15 to 22nd case
3: thank you the wicked witch of the west uh, has a name her name is elphaba um and flynn's uh choice here is concerning because he's seen a musical called Wicked where it basically shows she had no idea what she was doing for the majority of her life. Um, I
1: didn't pay attention to Wicked. It was terrible.
3: Okay, so that's a really bad thing to say in this space where you're saying your character who fell into the magic that she was doing doesn't know what she's doing. Um, She, at most, bests somewhat a scarecrow by shooting fireballs at them and then dies because a girl throws water on her. Maleficent does lose, right? Which apparently was all faked, right? Maleficent, which isn't in the book, Maleficent does lose, um, and so neither one of them succeeded in their wicked plots, but is immensely more powerful, is a much more well-written character, has many more uh, movies and writings about her and is just a better witch. If, if you're like, whether you're going to say who's a better character, who has better material, who would you rather uh, back in a fight? All of those three things have the same answer. It's
0: Maleficent. She's just better.
3: Pretty,
2: I would like for
3: you to state
2: your opinions on the deliberation first
0: oh i'm voting for Alphaba because uh Alphaba was honestly in my uh since we're including all iterations of the wicked witch of the west elphaba was in my um in my uh uh whatever uh list uh actually kind of above dr strange uh beneath jareth the goblin king though um so uh Alphaba is what i'm going with
2: i think um See, see, for me, it was not all about powers because I, I think that powers are contextual based on where they're located. And in Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West is the most feared and powerful villain that there is in a land of magic with a fake wizard who, again, props on fake wizard for the deception uh, move there. But the Wicked Witch of He's the West... He's a better wizard uh, <laughs> than Ron in this
0: situation.
2: So. <laughs> Would have been more useful for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I, when, you say, when you say witch, you think of the Wizard of Oz, Wicked Witch of the West. Like, whether or not that's what you're... Whether or not she's the the iconic witch that was created, you know, which came first, probably the the witch kind of persona. But for me, it's the Wicked Witch of the West. I have her at nine. I actually have Maleficent at fourteen, um, so they are relatively close together. But uh, it is the Wicked Witch of the West, and I am. I have Maleficent also, at ten, so she's, also, she's great. R- respect to Wicked, where it gets disrespected, it's one of the most beloved musicals that's out there. I get it, even though it gets hate I don't. on this show. Um, I, only I, by Flynn.
0: Flynn is the only, well, person, is the only on person who like, hates exactly. on Wicked. Okay, exactly. I am independent.
2: Uh, you,
1: you know, my opinions are my own gets, opinions. It, Whatever you have to put on Twitter. on
2: this That's... show. Flynn is on this show <laughs> hating on it. <laughs> yeah, you give me a platform, uh, and you listen to
1: me for some reason, whoever's listening to this. But Wicked's terrible. It's the most boring musical I've ever been to. Uh, I wanted to leave at halftime, so let's move on. <laughs> it's called intermission, uh,
0: Flynn. It's called intermission.
2: I, no, it's halftime. It's freaking halftime. <laughs> In between periods. How's that? Um, So I'm up.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: I I am going to. Number seven. Vehemently restore my praise of Harry Potter in at seven. I know he was not in Kevin's Mm. top ten. Again, his accomplishments, his lore, his wizardry status. The books. Like, he is the wizard. He is what we're talking about. And I feel like you just want to say, "Well, other people did it better." He wasn't even the most powerful in his books, um, but he was the hero. He is the hero. He is the wizard.
0: And I—that's from Wicked.
2: so it. We're down to seven, and I feel like we're really—you—you you guys should really struggle to keep Harry Potter off your list at this point.
1: But Harry Potter's number eleven you need to stuff, on my list. I'm not going to veto it because it's close enough that I can respect it. He's, you know, he's, he's
2: 11, but and he's, he's fact, like, when I'm looking at, at Potter, the other ones, right the I... first time he defeated Voldemort, he was three one. And then the second time he was 11. So he's 11 on your list and was actually 11 doing this crap.
1: If I'm looking at the people around where I have Harry Potter ranked, I'm not going to veto it. So
2: fine. Freddie, do you want to do anything about it? I think it's akin to leaving Cinderella off of the Disney princess list, which actually it's not even akin to that. Cause I would, I would have done that just fine. This is what Kevin thought that was.
0: <laughs> uh, I wrote it down. It's Harry Potter, I guess.
1: All right. Number seven is Harry Potter. Kevin, would you like to say number
3: eight? I'm going to veto Harry Potter at seven.
2: Oh, what?
1: <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Okay. i thought you were safe
3: I thought it was safe wow okay Kevin, right. I, I honestly think that both of you wanted to so i i just feel like that has you are most, you are the out most of unspoken stuff, Kevin? support yeah well i'm out of stuff for the first 10 That's not,
2: yeah I don't know. i'm with you i just it's, wanted
3: it's, to make we're, sure we're at seven I, it's never going it, to be more useful than it is right now. Figuring
2: out what the lay of the land is when you go to nominate things. I'm Just confirming. <laughs> Blaine's got a veto. Pretty has both. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh-huh. Blaine, I glanced at your arm hair and thought you had recently got a half sleeve tattoo.
3: It's gonna make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hairy man. I like what can I say? <laughs> eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, nine, ten are left. Yeah, four picks. All right, I'm, all right, I want to pick again, so I'm going to make one of you spend a um, veto on me. Um, Why don't you just pick it now? <laughs> no, because this is who I actually think deserves to be here, but none of the – I definitely know Flynn and Hovecamp haven't seen it. Pretty sees a lot of stuff. but I don't know if he's seen it. I'm at seven. I want Finn Rizal. Finn Rizal is the most powerful sorcerer, which in the land of the movie Willow. Um, Willow is among my favorite films of all time. Um, it's a really great story. It has people like Val Kilmer in it so if you haven't seen Willow, it's on Disney Plus. I would give it a I would give it a um, I would give it a watch. but it's about this guy named Willow Offgood who is essentially he's a dwarf and um,
0: wait a minute I remember this.
3: Yep. and he teams up with Val Kilmer's character who's Mad Mortigan, who's the most accomplished swordsman of all time. ...to go up against Bev Mora... ...who is a temptress... ...and sorcerer supreme... ...who has taken over the land... ...and Bev Mora was trained... ...by the same person as... ...Finn Rizel... ...who is just the most... ...brilliant... ...and powerful sorcerer... ...witch in the whole thing... ...I knew this would be vetoed... ...or at least challenged... ...by you people... ...because you don't know the source material... But somewhere, at some point, someone's listening who has seen Willow, and they're like, oh, my God, yes. That guy has the right answer. She probably deserves to be top five. Ben Rizal at seven.
0: Uh, Willow, for those who don't know, Hove Camp and Flynn stars Warwick Davis, otherwise yes. known as uh, um, several, Professor several characters. Flitwick. Several characters. Another wizard. Yeah. Uh, In Harry yeah. Okay. And Harry Potter. And Star Wars. And Star Wars.
1: What do you have left? Do you have
2: a challenge? It uh, came out, no, in
3: the, it came out and came out I a year. Features. It came out a year after I was born in 1988. Pretty's trying none of, of none of you were this. born. He doesn't believe
2: any of this. Uh, but yeah, we'll, pretty is trying to get to us something. To, I'm looking at the cast list, and the name of this character isn't even on here. Finn Rizelle. Finn, Finn Rizelle. Yeah, who is that? You, she was played by Patricia Haynes. Oh, there it is. Okay. She's like the eighth one down. This is
1: this is an absurd, absurd take. You 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 don't know the source material. Uh, no, no one and does. That's the point. No, Make, I don't need The, to. the
2: source material matters <sighs> in that you vetoed Harry Potter for this. <laughs> Harry <laughs>
3: Potter. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the world.
1: Kevin's like the. If 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 you just think wizard, you probably think Harry Potter. So I'm going to veto that and come up with this person that nobody's heard of. Yeah. Oh my god. Ofcamp pretty, pretty pretty says he's okay with it. I I pretty pretty think of
2: it's absurd. Challenge it with whatever you want. Yeah. I will vote for Please. the Goblin King. Not the Goblin <laughs> King, for, but yeah, veto then. For, for I don't David want the
1: Bowen. Goblin King in the, in the top ten. <laughs>
0: Hold on, you just said that you would vote no. for Jareth, the Goblin King. I said
2: I'd vote for the Goblin King, but then I thought you might go into like the Peter Jackson Hobbit movies and try to put the Goblin King up, and I was like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> but Flynn immediately uh, vetoed it, so here we go. <laughs> no,
1: I don't. I don't want. I don't want something that I've not seen in the top ten. I if if it's eleven through twenty, fine. But in the top ten, it has to be wizards, witches, there warlocks, are, there wiccans are multiple, that we've known.
2: Yes, there are multiple people that I have that I have knowledge of that you guys don't that I didn't put on the list because they're not iconic wizards to everyone, to people that people that are like kind of nerds, but not really like to the to the everyday nerd. And I think that. We shouldn't be making I'm gonna put this my list. my D&D character ridiculous. that's a wizard on there.
0: God. Oh, I almost 100% put Morten Kanan on here as a character. Well, I'll maybe have been the wizard for that. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, Kanan's up? an actual wizard. Anyways. Pretty. Uh, All
1: right. Pretty's up.
0: Kevin got vetoed. Oh, so I'm up at seven. Pretty, you're up Ooh. with
1: number seven.
2: And it can't <clears> be throat> Harry throat> Potter, and it can't be a, a whatever stupid <laughs> shit. Finn fin fin- Rider or whatever. Finn Rider. <laughs> Finn, um, Finn okay. another better pick not even a I am throwing, pick.
0: throwing up <laughs> i'm throwing up uh a uh a little bit maybe lesser known uh yin sid for number 7 from yin sid from fantasia
1: fantasias the worst disney movie ever dude
0: yin sid is literally the all powerful wizard whatever magic user of the Disney universe.
1: I can't do anything about Kevin
0: says drink because I said literally. Yin Sid.
2: Um, this it's is Disney it's Glenn, also fun I,
0: fact. Disney backwards
2: pretty fun facts. Glenn, you um, you and I are the allies here. I know.
1: I don't uh, get it. I, <laughs> why am I the rational one right now? Oh I what, don't hey, understand. what is your what
2: is uh, what is your um, whiskey finished in?
1: Uh, something barrels, wine <laughs> barrels from So-turn. France. So turns. Like, I just want to be like, oh,
2: how the so turns have happened. You know? Oh my gosh! You and <laughs> I are the only rational ones. Let's do uh, butterflies and hairy chest podcast. God. I mean, like, I would. Yeah, I'm vetoing this. Um, Thank you. And Maleficent Get was right there too. Here. Like, if he's going to bring in <laughs> Disney, Maleficent has been mentioned and is great. So. Uh, we move to Flynn who i do feel confident can get me through 7 and then i guess pretty's going to burn us we're, we're all burnt out so pretty just is sitting here to do whatever he wants with basically 8 9 and 10 and i'm very uncomfortable with that cuz he has been my pro- <laughs> he's been the problem flynn kevin's not
3: helping yeah, kevin's but been a problem the too. problem ah
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't like oh these gosh, new alignments
1: okay. I don't Ooh. either. I, I I want to be aligned with
2: Pretty, but I'm so mad at him right now. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, you should be oh, able to talk man. more, but mm-hmm. I don't. You know, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's helping anybody. Mm-mm. Um, shh, Flynn. All right, I'm gonna stick true to my list.
1: What I have is number five, and I think number seven needs to be, <laughs> is the White
2: Witch from the Lion, the Witch, of the Wardrobe.
0: Also fine with that because that was number eight so
2: i had the white witch actually put her down at 27
0: we should also i didn't love it
2: what i I think it was low i think she was (laughs) i think that would be when you were looking at my list you would be like i wonder if that's where the value is in drafting like you will not take her but everyone else will but honestly uh the tiers get a lot bigger after my top 10 so Actually, it's actually Uh, top
0: 12. We we should also, I think this is an important time to point out that we are uh, excluding from the list any figure who we deemed was more of like a um, savior or uh, uh, a god-like figure, uh, a.k.a. Aslan, um, kind of has some allegorical themes uh, akin to uh, Jesus, so that is why Yeah, so does uh, Gandalf. Okay, not as much, though. Not as much, really. He just
2: died and then came back. And save for the day.
0: All right. So it's is the White the, Witch it's staying it's the at big number seven? One. That's the big one. Is the White Witch staying at seven? You're the
1: only one that you're will the stop. only one that can do anything, pretty. Right,
0: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's Dan.
1: <sighs> okay. I don't know. Like camp, time. you're up with eight.
0: Harry Potter. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't
2: have to be so adamant about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you put Harry Potter up at
1: seven, and then it, it like we batted around, and you got back to Harry Potter. <laughs>
2: I almost got to do seven. If he would have vetoed <laughs> you, I would have had. I would have had to pick a different one. <laughs> Pretty do something, but it's Harry Potter, and you know it is. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see here. Veto. I think
2: you'll lose it.
0: No, okay. No, okay. <laughs> I'm going to lose a challenge against Harry Potter. I'm not. So.
2: I'm not yeah, I because you know the it's job. the right pick. I, it's I not. Can't. I'm mad for our listener, I think is what I'm most upset about. Because how is Harry Potter not on our list of top wizards when he is the title character of the only, like, main series that's all about wizards?
1: Oh, camp, you and I are in alignment and I don't get
3: it. Kevin, you're up. The only person who can challenge or do anything is pretty.
2: Yep. Well, now he yep. we can only challenge. He can so only
3: challenge. So eight, can, 9, can. So 10. I can put Jareth the Goblin King up right now, and that'll stand. Oh my god! And then pretty yes. can pick whoever he wants at ten, and nothing can happen. At, yep. nine. at, at nine. nine. At nine. At nine. At nine. that's absurd. Um, the next wizard on my list is uh, Tim the Enchanter.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I was.
3: I was gonna
2: sneak him in at twenty. Uh, i thought thought he would be more fun to just number eight i thought he was gonna sneak in at the end and i thought he deserves to
3: be eight he he, listen body of work phenomenal (laughs) um i would say he's the most accomplished wizard of all time in the monty python and the holy grail movie so uh using flynn logic pretty yeah yeah that's enough that's enough pretty you're up
2: (laughs) i'm so I upset can't. that i don't get to go again because i oh. feel like i really I feel like everyone else is getting to do some stuff you could that if, I pretty, if, get to pretty,
1: if pretty if cha- pretty no you can't never no pretty can challenge the, me yeah
2: he could challenge yeah, you pretty's number nine and then he'll
1: challenge number 10 okay go ahead
0: number nine is prospero oh. <laughs> from the tip t- f- prospero from the Tempest. <laughs> <laughs> He's the greatest, mm-hmm. Kevin. Do you have something you'd like to say about Prospero? That's yeah, a
3: great pick. Um, he's a great wizard. He's um, from what? the question. The question is: is do you go with him from Prospero or the witches from the Scottish play?
0: Well, that's um, what I was thinking. I was that's I was a between
3: question. Uh, if you couldn't think of Macbeth, yeah, the Scottish play, um, which is available with with Denzel Washington right now on uh, on Apple Plus. Uh, really good. I watched it last night. He's brilliant in it. Um, they have one actor be all three witches, which is just really interesting. Pretty, you and Kat should watch it, You of the four of
2: us. You should the see The Nutty one. Professor, because Eddie Murphy <laughs> plays a lot of characters in that.
0: Hold on. It is still technically my turn. I would like to actually instead nominate the, the three witches, otherwise <laughs> known as the Wayward Sisters, from Macbeth.
2: I'm fine with that, actually. I prefer that. I think. I, All right, so
0: I'm I up think you uh, with number up 10. To... But Prospero was from The Tempest, another great Shakespearean work.
1: This uh, is the first time a list has happened where I'm actually upset about how things shook down.
2: It got out of hand. It um, got out of hand quick. It got out of hand, but as if they weren't, like, and we said we were going to do it at 11 through 20. So, like, everyone was just
0: Screw like, it. I'm going to put get Mary
2: at Poppins at 10.
0: When <laughs> <laughs> it i don't know if i can challenge that
2: <laughs> yeah you can i guarantee you you can <laughs> if we're going ridiculous i'm doing mary
1: poppins you don't okay? have
2: to go ridiculous <laughs> they have no
1: i'm, I'm no, just joining in okay. Be it's the better frame. on this side of the aisle okay just come come on no no i'm on a mission to civilize
2: <laughs> uh what was that kevin i mm. mm. almost put up radagast but decided again, oh, <laughs> who, who should be further down than a different? The, I, my actual number ten it does reside in Middle Earth, and it is not Radagast.
0: <laughs> um, all right, just just for funsies, I am gonna challenge this one. Good. Uh, I'm gonna challenge Mary Poppins <laughs> with Matilda Wormwood. Oh God! <laughs>
3: Sorry, I have to drink. <laughs> I said words.
2: I didn't mean to.
0: From this the movie Matilda, we know. Oh, I'm
2: concerned. This is why I don't rank the things. Because <laughs> it goes off the rails immediately. My three, four, and five didn't get in the top ten. <laughs> Nor did my ten. So uh, it's like people. I'm, I made I ranked forty wiz, witches and wizards, and at least two at least two unranked witches and wizards are getting in the list and this isn't like fantasy football where like when kevin drafts my 40th ranked person at eight i'm like okay that's a better pick for me it just ruins everything <laughs> so uh, i don't know so, kevin you already took a shot just whatever what do you got to say
3: I took a shot because I actually I said oh god without being spoken to so it was it wasn't to speak it was it was
2: well I would like to hear your thoughts on this debate
3: this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard um if you were familiar with the source material you would be less upset about Jareth and Finn Rizal um but as as being nominated but it is it is absurd what is being
0: put in front of oh, us. Oh, I now. mean, I'm going to be honest. Mary Poppins needs to win this. I just wanted to nominate Matilda so she makes it as a nomination. In the top 10. In the top
2: 10. In the top 10. But we're doing in it the... 11 through 20. Yeah. I feel like you guys all forgot that there are more that we're right.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm fully prepared to put Matilda as number 11 next time we do this. But uh, my vote is Mary I... Poppins. I just wanted to give Matilda a what, shout out. What
2: I was planning on doing was taking my obscure witches and wizards from source material that no one knows as, as like extra stuff. Like, hey, here's some honorable mentions that shouldn't make our top twenty because you guys probably haven't seen, read, or know about these. But um, what apparently is happening is anarchy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we have we'll, we'll do eleven through twenty, and then twenty-one through thirty, and it's gonna get worse. I guarantee yeah, 20, it. Because it
2: twenty, no, twenty-one through thirty, I'm gonna be like, hell yeah, let's put on literally anybody that's ever used magic before. All right, but, I'm gonna recap this because I think Mary no, Paul oh, is one. that correct? No one had. No, that has not happened. Kevin, how did you vote? Uh, Mary Poppins <laughs>
0: to the numbers. No, I voted Mary Poppins. You we don't get to no. vote.
2: You challenge with Matilda. It's gone to the numbers. You guys asked for this. Here it is.
3: Uh, pretty has to pick the number. I I am sending Hufkamp a text with a number.
2: I hope you're happy. I hope all of you are happy. I hope Matilda wins.
3: <laughs> this is this is you reap what you sow. Huff Camp has the number been received? Yes. What is the number, Pretty?
0: Uh, the number is one. Mary Poppins is a Hufflepuff.
2: Uh, the number is in fact one, it which is means one. that Pretty, who challenged with Matilda, no, he gets to choose now. No, no, he no, wins. No, 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 no. Matilda wins. Matilda is number ten. I hope yeah. you are happy. <laughs> all right. Here is our top ten. Word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Number one, Merlin. Number two, Gandalf. Number three, Dumbledore. Number four, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Doctor Strange. Number six, The Wicked Witch of the West or Alphaba. Alphaba. Number seven, The White Witch from The Lion, The Witch in the Wardrobe. Number eight, Tim the Enchanter number nine the wayward sisters
2: and number 10 matilda i'm actually fine with tim the enchanter and i have come to terms with the white witch being above some of my picks i think there's so many i'm gonna have to redo my list needs to be yeah my good lord so we'll do 11 through 20 soon
1: and then we'll do 21 through 30 soon as well. I don't know that um, we need to do 21 through 30. My
2: 21
0: through 30 is... is most I important. think
2: we do. The, um,
1: the
0: bottom half of this 10 was what Hovecamp was expecting 21 to 30 yeah, to yes,
2: be. Yeah, it was just to be like, who cares, whatever. <laughs> and I was trying to sneak 10 the Enchanter on because I thought it would have support for hilarity's sake. Uh, but apparently...
0: Uh, it's woof, got support in a different way.
2: Civility did not reign. So we did different things okay you didn't ask for it uh we did it anyway <laughs> and uh
3: how we'll did it turn out longer with...
2: than normal when kevin didn't talk we'll deal with the uh, <laughs> with the aftermath of this later uh but just so you know i as a voice of the people am with you apologies tune in next week Kevin, no any us. final
0: words as the credits roll
2: to take people <laughs> who source material that we <laughs> you know, aren't as familiar with. Kevin chose a Willow, chose from Willow and so, unfamiliar okay. source material and didn't Seriously, actually choose yeah. Willow Rosenberg.